1: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
2: Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents Payne and Pendergast. Payne and Pendergast, Sports Radio 610. All right, so so we got a a very active day today for uh, Houston sports fans right around lunchtime. D'Amico Ryan's press conference at the Combine. That'll be at noon, and we are going to carry it live here on Sports Radio 610. So be listening to In the Loop. If you want to hear what D'Amico has to say about phase two of the rebuild here for the Texans, um that uh then be listening at noon. Um I'm always always intrigued by a new set of uh journalists, writers, media folks getting to pepper our head coach and general manager with questions. I'm always curious yeah. what people outside of Houston are curious about. Uh, CJ Stroud will be a big topic, I'm sure, with D'Amico Ryans today. CJ
3: Stroud, uh, props another. There will probably be at least one question about the S2 cognition test uh, because uh, that's that's becoming a bit of a talking point headed into this draft. A, about how badly it was botched with the handling of it last year, um, both in – like, leaking it to begin with, what there's nothing you can really do about. There's 16 teams that subscribe to the S2 service. All it takes is one jackass at one team to leak that score for whatever reason. Um, two was the fact that everybody's backtracking now and acting like, well, we knew all along that CJ's score was invalid anyway. Like, yep. all right. Sure would have been nice to the young man if that had been, uh, front and center in, in the leak last year. Yeah. So, like So anyway, I think that they're going to ask him something about the S2 cognition test. They'll ask him something about Bryce Young. Especially, they'll frame it in terms of like, well, you got to play against him. What do you think went differently? I don't expect to get a juicy answer out of D'Amico Ryan's. Mm-hmm. We've, mo- we've known D'Amico long enough as a player and as a coach that... He's not going to give any huge bulletin board material when it comes to something like that. Um, he'll probably say some really nice things about Bryce Young. And then I think probably there'll be a question about what was his mindset at this point last year watching the quarterback. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. It, it, right. Those will be all the CJ-related things, I, think. Right, I, I right. think. I think Nick for sure gets an S2 question. I don't know if D'Amico will. I think Nick for sure. That feels like a GM question, yeah. you know? Um,
3: It was one of the most interesting things Nick Casario has said in any of our interviews, I thought, like that kind of got my brain working was that, you know, not everybody subscribes to all these different analytics services. Like the S2, they're only allowed to, they limit it to two teams per division so that, you know, some team feels like they're getting a competitive advantage over the other one. Oh, that's
2: interesting. So they, okay, so I read in that article that there's two teams per division. That's something the S2 people do as a sort of a restrictor plate. Okay. Yeah, to kind of keep
3: it, to keep the information scarce, to, to create a, yeah. So and it it should be an incentive also for those teams to not share the information because they're paying for something that a couple of their competitors are yeah. not. Yeah. So you know, and they I'm sure they look when they leaked that score for CJ, it was just one part of the score. It wasn't the entire score yep. or anything like it was like one facet of the score. Mm-hmm. So, um, one of the things that Nick had said was that they monitor and they know what other teams use, like which services other teams use. So, okay. Maybe they, maybe in the, maybe you're in the fourth round and there's a quarterback you like, but you know that this team has like, they, they lean on the S2 cognition test, but yeah. maybe you also know that, look, his, this guy's S2 cognition test sucked. And, uh, we, We happen to like this kid. We don't care about the S2 cognition test. So we're expecting maybe this quarterback to fall to us. We don't feel like we need to trade up above that team to take this guy. There's little gamesmanship stuff like that. Yeah.
2: My hope for today, my hope for tomorrow, based on what D'Amico says today, is that we get some cuts from him on some of the Texans' more prominent free agents that we can read into to see if indeed they are going to be returning to be Houston Texans next year. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he, cause he's not, I don't think he's going to say directly. Yeah. we're Like he may, I think the most he'll give is we'd love to have this guy back or something like yeah. that. But I want to read into his tone to see just how much I think he would love to have say Steven Nelson back.
3: I, I think you and Landry were both really good at judging Bill O'Brien's body language and tone of voice when it came to either retaining or getting rid of – sometimes it, he was almost like by tone of his voice saying shoo to a player when they would when he would be asked about this time of year. Like Kareem Jackson, right? No, he – okay, that was – he liked Kareem Jackson.
2: No, no, no. Right? no oh, you no. can tell that he didn't like him. D, okay. Yeah, uh, yeah, this is, I, that's exactly where I was going. Seth, this hand, Tyron Matthew. This hand – In
3: your left hand, Tyron Matthew. Kareem in Jackson
2: your, in my right okay. hand. Yeah, and whoop, yeah. love Tyron Matthew. Loved, yeah. remember? Like great leader.
3: Like you're in, lifting your left hand. Lifting up. my yes.
2: left hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yep. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's true. I I'm got. I'm too swept up in the video.
3: <laughs> Having let a conversation just, with me. Just put yeah. it. Let me just put it. I forgot
2: we were on the radio. Um, <laughs> uh, okay, Bill O'Brien. <laughs> Do a magic really,
3: trick for the listeners, Sean. Bill O'Brien. Watch. <laughs> Watch
2: me pull this rabbit out of my butt. Um, so uh, Bill O'Brien really loved Tyron Matthew and made, That's what it, was. made okay. it obvious that he loved yeah. him. And Kareem Jackson, he, he put it this way, not a surprise Kareem Jackson didn't get an offer from Bill O'Brien.
3: He may as well have said,
2: meh. Yes. He, <laughs> you know? Yes. He may as well have said, meh.
3: Yeah. Okay, so good question. So when he's asked about Dalton Schultz, yep. Devin Singletary, both these guys with D'Amico and, uh, and Casario... I think D'Amico – Casario's pretty good at doing the poker face thing. Yes. Um, and give – he'll give like kind of a non-answer answer. Uh, D'Amico doesn't have as good a poker face, so he might show their hand with Dalton Schultz, Devin Singletary, Sheldon Rankins. John Grenard's the big one. Big one. That's the real That's big That's the big John one. Grenard, man, it's – if they don't retain John Grenard – you start thinking like, all right, man, are they going to go after Josh Allen? Is this like, okay, the, they got to be doing something, right? Um, versus if he speaks gushingly about John Grenard, then it becomes, all right, I'd, I'd like to see John Grenard back, but uh, partly because it's a, it's a discount to a yeah. Josh Allen. Yep. Um, I'd really love to see Josh Allen, don't get me wrong. But if they do sign John Grenard, I think, I think he's underrated. I don't know if the rest of the league – maybe believes or is caught on to him just yet. Um, but I don't want to spend you know, much more than $50 million or so for him.
2: No. Uh, Ryan Poles, the GM of the Bears, is meeting with the media. I don't know if it's as we speak or met with him this morning. Some of the GMs. There's video surfacing of a lot of these GMs. It started today. Joe Joe Shane, the, uh, the um, Giants GM, actually said, no, the franchise tag is still on the table for Saquon Barkley. He said that about 30 minutes ago. So that contradicts some of the things that we've been hearing from some of the Nugget Hussies. But Ryan Poles said that they are getting much closer. I don't know the exact wording in front of me, but things are moving very positively with Jalen Johnson, their uh, cornerback. Now, I don't know yeah. that Jalen Johnson's on the radar for the Texans. What I do wonder is when Nick meets with the media tomorrow, will if they're getting closer with some of these guys, will he be as forthcoming as Ryan Poles? Because we know, in general, Nick Casario is not nearly as forthcoming as Ryan Poles. Well, um, Ryan
3: Poles wants everybody to know just how masterful he is in yes. getting the number one overall pick. Yes. That, like, hey, not everybody not everybody is as good at sucking as we are. <laughs> Texans? Right, right. Yeah.
2: It would stand End up
3: with C.J. Stroud because of it, you losers. It would
2: stand a reason that they're they've, they've got to be getting close to deals with at least a couple, two, three of these guys. Uh, the Texans because they have so many of them, <laughs> you know. There's so
3: many. There's ten starting positions that need yeah. to be filled. Yeah. Ten. That's half a football team. I'm including the specialists in that, right. but damn yeah. near half a football team that you don't have a starter and like you don't feel great about the backups at this point with those those guys either. So yeah. Um, yeah, I would imagine they can't. It's just it's it's so hard to retain somebody once you let them go to free agency mm-hmm. and it, you're going to be then paying more you got to pray a little bit on the uncertainty of some of these guys. I think Dalton Schultz is one of those guys. Dalton Schultz was out in free agency last year. I don't think got probably what he expected in terms of offers. Kind of went out on a wing signing with a team in the Texans that didn't yet have a quarterback. And no matter what no matter what uh, Casario and D'Amico were telling him in meetings, Dalton Schultz was probably reading these reports about how, I don't know,
2: maybe <laughs> the Texans don't take a quarterback. Can you imagine? Dalton Schultz is just blowing up D'Amico and Nick like, what is this Schefter report that I'm reading? It says you guys are – you told me you're taking a quarterback. What the hell, man?
3: Yeah, so I would imagine it, it, Dalton Schultz is a very strong possibility. Yeah. With that extra cap space especially, maybe they maybe they go ahead and um, – Tag him? And use the, use the tag on him. Yeah. But – I guess uh the the big question I the big one I'm wondering about is Steven Nelson and what Steven Nelson thinks his value is. Yeah. Because like Steven Nelson has already shown he he gets a little upset. Last year last year remember we did the deep dive on it based on the timeline of what Steven Nelson was saying about when he got upset with the Texans. It sounds like it was when Malik Collins got his extension yes. from the Texans. Yes. And Steven Nelson felt like he deserved more and here they are given Malik Collins a contract. He didn't talk anything bad about Malik Collins or anything, but it's the player that he was talking about that got extended at the end of minicamp would have been that's Malik Collins was that guy. So Steven Nelson's, I don't want to say this like as a negative thing necessarily, but like his ego is up in it a little bit. Mm -hmm. Right. And it's really dicey with a guy like that, where you don't, you don't want to give an offer that he thinks is a low ball. And risk offending him. And yet, you certainly don't want to overpay him. So, for Steven Nelson, the best thing to do might be all right, let's try to, we'll make, we'll say really nice things about him Mm -hmm. and to him, but we're going to let him test the market and find out what his fair value is and then we can bring them back in there, and we won't have any, hopefully, more uh, social media jokes about... Right, that. right, about
2: my vest, yeah. Yeah.
0: Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
1: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
2: Um, I think the other thing keeping an eye on at the combine, as long as we're talking about Ryan Poles, the GM in Chicago, is the Justin Fields, Caleb Williams situation in Chicago. Now, Peter King, in his final football morning in America column, as he heads into retirement, did kind of drop in here that he his expectation, Seth, is that he thinks that he thinks that the Bears are going to keep Justin Fields and that Ryan Poles is going to try to do what he, what he tried to do last year, and ultimately he had the number one pick. Poles did and traded down to nine, yeah, um, with Carolina. But what he we know now, what he wanted to do was trade from one down to two with the Texans, then trade from two down to wherever with, where I guess down to nine with Carolina. Like he wanted to make two massive hauls. And he may get the opportunity to to do that again. But Peter King seems to think that Justin Fields will be the week one starter in Chicago. And Caleb Williams is on his way to somewhere else, not Chicago. And he
3: did it. He presented it kind of the same way when he hinted at something happening happening with DeAndre Hopkins a few years back. I don't know if you in the listening audience remember the DeAndre Hopkins trait.
2: I remember New big news. sitting um, right next that, to you reading the Peter King column about it. <laughs>
3: that morning, We uh, it, at some point during the show that morning, we had read this little blurb uh, by Peter King. Do you have it in front uh, of you? I don't okay. have the
2: Hopkins blurb. I've okay. got this blurb from this time oh, okay. around. So
3: the little Hopkins blurb, and I was like, what? Oh, Peter King, this is beneath you. Just throwing out clickbait like this, this hint that somehow keep an eye on DeAndre Hopkins. And then, boom, uh, I'm I'm taking my walk after the show, yep. half an hour after the show was over, and I get this text from you. Check Twitter. Yeah. Kids, it was called Twitter back then. Yeah,
2: check Twitter. Yeah. While COVID was spreading rampantly throughout the world, like that was that was our last oh, day that's in right. studio. A, yeah, we were trying to figure. That was the last day we were in that studio. Was, I believe so. Like the, I mean, it was that week. It was March. It was 15th. Right around then. Yeah, yeah it was March fifteenth somewhere or March seventeenth or something. Um, what a here, crazy time to be alive. Here's what Peter King says, and you're right. This is in the exact same tone as the Hopkins stuff. I suppose the Bears are going to trade the top pick. I know nothing, but that seems to be the way the wind is blowing. <laughs> I know nothing. I know nothing, but that seems to be the way the wind is blowing. I and mean, then it goes on to talk about all the things that Ryan Poles could do and all the picks that he could put. And it is true, man. Like if, you, if you're not totally sold on Caleb Williams and you feel decent about Justin Fields, well, man, why not? Move down, move down again, pick up a bunch of picks.
3: Yeah, yeah.
2: They view him as a hero in Chicago, Ryan Poles, right now because he's got the first pick in the draft, and it's not their pick, it's Carolina's pick.
3: I was surprised that uh, I was surprised that Chicago people haven't grown weary of it yet. I guess it's always the promise of what's to come. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yep. John Lopez is here. John, we decided. Hi. There. Hi how are you? I'm alright. Okay.
3: All right. <laughs> um, Sean called. Uh, Sean's, Sean's trying to call an armistice here on our on our, yeah, our low just, key feud.
2: I, I just. I, I mean, I think I think there's. Well, then why did he shove me? I did well it was it was a playful shove. Was it? You did, I know Not what HR said. A, he beat the <laughs> beat the snot out of Bill earlier. Yeah, Bill Powell, yeah, for his U of H tickets. Oh okay. Um so uh yeah, I decided yesterday after listening to your retort mm-hmm. that that um there are certain things I th- I think we agree on more than is probably being portrayed in all this. Mm-hmm. Uh, at least in terms of maybe not the actual names, but in terms of the level of aggressiveness, correct, with which the Texans should operate. Um, but we're operating our two shows, and I guess now the drive as well, since through his nameless salvo, that was hilarious, seemingly at us, <laughs> people, um, yeah, fans. He he's like he put his <laughs> hands over his eyes and threw a grenade. Like I think that went towards Payne and Pendergast. Um, but we're we're operating off of sound bites from each other, and I mm-hmm. think there can be some mischaracterization going on, mm-hmm. such as you saying at the end of the show that Dieter Iceland, that I think Dieter Iceland is going to prevent them from making a big name sign. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say that, so we're 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 gonna at least temporarily put our weapons down until okay. until we can have a full roundtable on this on okay. these topics. Um,
3: I never signed on for any of that. No, but. no, I, I, I,
2: and I know that John is is not mad at us. He's just disappointed. Uh, I, I I am,
3: yeah. uh, but I'm also uh, – I'm just kind of uh, honored that I gave the, the station so much content. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> yeah. It
2: was the word epitome. That was the trigger word, I it think. It that yeah. We were the epitome of something. If the word fits. Okay, okay. Well, no, I'm trying to put my weapons down, and here comes John over the top rope. Yeah, that was uh, –